From the headquarters of Team Cowboy, coming to you all the way from Anderson, South Carolina, this is the Finance Cowboy Show, where we're going to teach you how you can create your dream life through the greatest asset in the world, real estate. I'm your host, Jaron Sustar, and I went from having zero properties in 2018 to a portfolio of over $5 million worth of real estate by 2021. And I am excited to be able to teach you all the lessons, tips, and tricks that I have learned throughout my journey, while also introducing you to some of the greatest real estate minds in this entire world. So without further ado, let's get this party started. Testing one, two, testing one, two. Let's teach these people how to buy real estate. You want to start investing in real estate, but you're not sure if you're financially ready, or maybe you don't know how to get financially ready to start doing so. I'm going to break it down for you in this video. Let's Go! Kudos to you for tuning in and watching this because I am about to change your life if you'll let me. Look, real estate has been making people wealthy for a very, very long time. Whether you're buying your personal home or whether you're buying investment properties, when we look at a graph, what we'll see is home values go up over time. So this graph is literally gradually going up. What does that mean? That means it's an asset that we should own because it's literally telling us historically that we are going to make money if we buy it. Now, if we look in the investment space, not only is it going to continue to grow in value, but when we buy investment properties, we use debt to do that using other people's money. And then we have tenants who are gonna pay off that debt. So then we get really wealthy. We use somebody else's money to buy it. It goes up in value. A tenant pays off our debt and we get a check every month in the form of cash flow. So there's a reason 90% of millionaires own real estate. And if you look since the beginning of time, people who have bought real estate and held on to it get wealthy. But before we can buy real estate, before we can experience all the wonderful things it provides, we have to be in a strong financial position to be able to do so. There's nothing more that irks me than folks who get online and on these forums and they try to encourage people to buy real estate. You can have no credit. You can have no cash, no money. You can still buy real estate. Listen to me loud and clear, folks. That is a recipe for disaster. If you have bad credit and you have no money, that's a behavior problem. That means you are not ready to control an asset worth hundreds of thousands of dollars because you can't even control your personal finances up to this point. Now, it's okay. I know I'm beating up on you a little bit. It's okay. We're going to overcome that in this video, but don't be lured into the nonsense that you should be buying real estate right now if your finances are not currently in the position to do so, because you should not. So what should our finances look like if we're going to buy real estate? Very easy. We should be number one, living on a budget. You should first know where every dollar that you have is going every month. If you do not tell your money where to go, it will do its own thing and it's crazy. It just disappears. So we got to start with spelling it all out, knowing exactly what we have coming in and then what is going out. Number two, we need to have all of our bad debt gone. So when I say bad debt, I'm thinking of things like consumer debt, maybe a TJ Maxx credit card, vehicle loans, which I know is arguable. If you got a low interest rate, you can make the argument that you don't have to pay them off. So I'll hear you out on that. I chose the route to pay off all of my debt. We want to get rid of things like student loan debt, any kind of debt that is not backed by an asset and that is not appreciating in value needs to get off of our balance sheet. Get rid of it. Because what happens is when we have bad debt, 
it bogs our personal finances down. And so it makes us kind of trudge through quicksand. Like we never can really break out because we always have these monthly payments that are holding us down. Also, what this debt does is it makes you vulnerable. It is a liability in your personal financial portfolio that could take you down if crap hits the fan. I want you to think about what life is like with these payments and then imagine life without them. Do you have much worry when you don't owe anybody a dime? When you can wake up every day and say, I don't have any of these payments to make to these depreciating assets. It's a very freeing place to be. And I think it's a place that you should be before you start buying real estate. So number one, we've got our budget. Number two, we've got payoff bad debt. Number three, we need to have an emergency fund for our personal account. Now, these are just funds that sit in a boring old savings account that are somewhere between three to six months of your monthly expenses. This is just going to be your rainy day fund should anything bad happen. You've got your budget in place. You've got your bad debt paid off. Now, let's give ourselves a little more protection, a little more insurance, by adding this rainy day fund in case anything comes up. Literally the other day, I had a timing belt go out in my truck and a few other issues, had to take it to the shop, and it was a little over $2,000 to fix. Well, I have a rainy day fund to fix it, pull it out of there. There was no worries. I don't have any debt on that car. I wasn't stressing because I've got my budget in place. I've got my bad debt and I've got this money just sitting here for times like that when it happens. So I pulled it out of my emergency fund, I paid to have my truck fixed, then I replenished the emergency fund, and we're back on our way. If you've been struggling finding good real estate deals, I've got a solution for you. It's REI Call Center. REI Call Center has professionally trained and managed cold callers to help you scale your real estate business. I think they give you somewhere around like 1,500 cold calls per day. Their clients have closed around $10 million from the leads they brought in. They got close to 200 clients going right now. And they're really more than just cold callers. Yes, they have their team of professionals who are making their calls, but they have weekly trainings and Q&A calls for yourself. They have training videos. They've got Slack channels with dedicated people to make sure you're successful. They've got checklists, cheat sheets, you name it. They've got you covered to make sure you are successful in your real estate journey. Well, how does it all work? Well, step one, you're going to pull a targeted list working with them from PropStream so that you can target the certain locations that you want to start buying properties in. Second, they're going to use their Zen call platform to start calling 1500 calls a day per cold caller. They're going to then upload all the leads into Asana. You have a view of them and you can go attack and start buying the properties that you see that pique your interest without having to do any other work. Look, I have worked a W2 job while building my real estate portfolio. I've been raising a family the entire time. So I haven't had time to go and cold call myself. And that's where a company like REI Call Center comes into effect to be able to take that load off your plate so that you can generate leads, close more deals, and build that portfolio. We can reach out to them at reicallcenter.com or if you go to the show notes of this episode, you will see a link that will take you directly to it. And so once we've got those three things, our budget, our bad debt paid off, and our emergency fund, we now should have excess income coming in. This, my friends, is how you know you're ready to buy your first real estate investment. Like any investing, there's still going to be risk to owning real estate. But our job as responsible investors is to mitigate that risk as much as possible. And so, yes, we do that through the way we buy our real estate, but it all starts with how we prepare 
financially. And so think about what somebody who's just laden in debt, barely making their payments, and who owns an investment property feels like when they get a call that there needs to be a tree removed in the backyard or it's going to fall on the house, and that cost is $2,500. Or they get a call that the HVAC's not working and it's a $1,500 repair. Or maybe the plumbing backs up and we've got to replace some pipes or get them cleaned out and that's another $800. Do you think that somebody who's not in a strong financial position is going to be able to take care of those issues? No. So what happens? Well, they end up slacking on those properties that they own. Their tenants aren't happy. Tenants eventually leave. These people don't have the money to turn over the property to make it nice enough to get another renter in there. Or if they do, they have to drop the rents. And so the cash flow that they had before, they don't have now. They're underwater. They can't afford it. Now they have to sell it at a discount, normally to another investor, just to, and now they're in more financial trouble than they were before. Compared to the responsible human who has built in good behaviors that is budgeting, that has got all their bad debt paid off, they have their emergency fund in place, and they have this strong foundation. Guys, if you're going to build wealth, I want you to think of it as this skyscraper. Are you going to build a skyscraper on a weak foundation? What's going to happen when the first storm comes through? It's going to totally destroy that entire structure that you've built. But what if we go and we build this skyscraper on a solid foundation. What happens when storms come? Yes. Is there some cleanup we have to do? 100%, but it doesn't blow our entire investment down. Instead, we pick ourselves back up and we keep moving forward. And I want everybody who's in my ecosphere to invest in real estate, but to be successful at it at the long term. It's like building a business. People who cut corners and cheat to grab money on the front end, what happens to those businesses in the long run? They eventually crumble and go down. They do not have the right foundation in place and they do not have the correct behaviors in place that allow them to succeed in the long run. And real estate is a long game. Yes, when you start buying it, it is going to change your life quickly, depending on how fast you scale in the short term. But like anything, let compound interest do its thing over time. And that is where that life-changing generational wealth is built. And we want to make it to that part. We don't want to crumble beforehand, especially when I'm giving you the knowledge right now on how to do it the right way so that you can flourish and change your life, your children's life, your grandchildren's life, your great-grandchildren's life, and hopefully you can pass down this knowledge so that it continues for generations upon generations, all because you prepared and did it the right way. Guys, I want to thank you so much for watching this video. Go leave a comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. What did I leave out that you would add to prepare financially to buy your first investment property? Or what do you not agree with? I would love to chat with you guys in the comments. Subscribe to my channel. It'll let you know when new videos come out. Like this video so other people will see it. And then I got you two videos right here. If you hadn't checked them out yet, they're pretty darn awesome. You need to. Thank you guys for joining today, and I'll see you next time.